Hey guys. Yeah. What did the left eye say to the right eye? What did he say? Between you and me, something smells. Hey. -o. Oh, that's a joke. That's a joke. That's a joke. Are back with working from home podcast and this is summer and i have my friends right here guys want to introduce yourselves i'm nick hey i'm amanda hey guys it's steve welcome back welcome back to the show Ooh, that sounded like uh you're about to spin some smooth jams <laughs> hey you're listening to 72.1 the wave so it's on am not fm yeah am radio i don't yeah yeah, he's not a radio local. expert over here. He never claimed to be. Local, <laughs> local radio. How are we guys feeling today? What's uh, what's going on? We're gonna talk about uh, a lot today, obviously, like we do every week. We uh, got a couple games, and uh, we're gonna talk about Jerry Springer, which I'm a little have I have mixed feelings about. Um, what did everyone do I, yesterday? I mean, we're just coming out of a weekend. Uh, what did you do yesterday, Nick? Well, I rolled my ankle yesterday on a hike. See, I was traipsing through a river as I'm one to do, uh, just a regular Huckleberry Finn type scenario and <laughs> having a great time, getting wet, getting dirty, rolling around in the mud like a pig and slop. And, uh, and yeah, I had a great time in the river, but then on the walk back from the river, rolled my ankle on the flattest stretch of land I had been on all day. And you were um, carrying a walking stick. Yeah, I had a walking stick. Um, you know, the scenario was perfect for not rolling your ankle. Rolled my ankle. It's this quarantine. It's making me have weak ankles now. Yeah, the ankles are really weak, and I think it has a lot to do with blood flow. Uh, you know, we're all sitting a lot, and, you know, you got to stretch out those ankles. You got to walk around a little bit, bud. You're telling me that you, you know, climbed some mountains, you crossed a river ever so gracefully, and then you had a flat stretch of land you rolled your ankle yeah i mean i was literally you know dodging rocks in a river um you know stepping like you've all stepped in a river before you know it's jagged you got to step lightly you should your sprain feet your ankle get wet. your feet get wet <laughs> yeah it's, yeah no i've seen it that's probably the number one thing that happens uh but yeah like you know you're in the river and like first off i, I don't usually go to the river um, it's not, this isn't the thing for me is going to the river when I get all stressed out. I just go to the river. No, he's not Tina Turner. I'm not Tina Turner for Christ's <laughs> sake, but I, uh, yeah. I went to Chris the... Farley from Saturday night live. Was he a uh, known river walker? Well, he was the man down by the river in the famous sketch. I don't remember his character name in that sketch. Yeah. Well, I was the man down by the river yesterday and I rolled my goddamn ankle. Oh, man, it, it's tough out here. Uh, well, we, we're praying for you, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Did you ice up? Uh, I have a GoFundMe set up if anyone wants to send in some donations. Um, if you can do that. Uh, yeah, I iced up a little bit last night. I don't feel like ice is bullshit. If you go on to sissyplayhouse.com, I'm pretty sure they have prosthetic feet. Just replace it. Just replace the foot with a prosthetic? Chop it off? Should be fine in like two days. You still think I should no, chop no, it off? No, 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 no. You're gonna want to chop that thing off. Uh, is it turning colors? Yeah, I mean it's always turning some uh, sort of colors. 
you know, my, my understanding and, you know, I was a, uh, I was a physical therapist. My understanding is once that ankle turns colors, it's they're they're, they're not coming back. The colors that you once knew. Oh, wow. Gone. And your ankles have been changing colors for as long as I've known you, Nick. Yeah. Yeah. I have like, um, a overdue for a chop off. I have a mood ankle. You can <laughs> tell this how This is the I'm... very moment that Nicholas realized he was white. He was white? What does white have anything to do with my mood ankle? Yeah. Changes colors. I'll have you know that Nicholas is a very handsome Mexican gentleman. Okay. Look at that mustache. Listen to me do this. You know? See? That reminds me of a Naked Gun movie, and I don't know why. But it does. It really does. Well, I want to share what I did yesterday. I took my mother-in-law grocery shopping, and I kid you not, she bought $300 worth of juice. Juice! And when we got up to the register, the um, the guy at the register was like, do you have enough juice? And she was like, well, I hope it lasts me two weeks. And the guy at the register was like, no, this should last you three months. Um, what does $300 yeah, she, worth she, of juice look like? I can't like put that into perspective. Cause, like, was it like fancy juice? That seems like two grocery carts. Yes, it was two grocery carts, actually. Wow. wow. Two grocery carts, and it's always in uh, a lot of different varieties. She'll get big bottles, like the two-liter bottles of juice. Is it two-liter? Like the um, V8 big bottles. She'll get the little Minimade ones that look like the Fruitopia bottles from back in the day. Um, a bunch of orange juice, Arizona tea, gallons. No, nothing is more sad than when you're at the grocery store and you walk down the juice aisle and you see all these weird juice names and you're just like thinking about like, who, who buys this? That is I sad. Know. I want to know who buys this stuff. My mother-in-law does. <laughs> I mean, hey, it sounds like she's living large. I mean, anyone should be so lucky as to have that much juice. Honestly. Yeah, I guess. I mean, she tells me that she ran out of food and she needs me to take her to the grocery store. Um, but I keep telling her that she keeps running out of food because she's not buying any. She bought one carton of eggs and $300 worth of juice. It's just yeah, last. I think that that's literally what she got yesterday. Well, it's all about the self-sustaining economy of the American society. You know, they hand out the food stamps. They're just handing them out. You go online, you click yes, they'll give them to you. <laughs> And what are you going to spend it on? Juice. juice. Obviously juice. And what is that going to do? It's going to give you all the sugar. It's going to give you diabetes. It's going to give you obesity. All part of the plan. My mother-in-law is not obese, though. So, you know, she's skinny. So she's she might be doing something right. Because she sustains on a juice herself diet. exclusively on yeah, but, juice, it sounds like. Yeah. yeah, but you haven't thought about her teeth. <laughs> That's not nice. Well, someone's got to pay the dentists. Her How do you think they fine. get paid? Big juice. Big juice. <laughs> Those dentists are in the pockets of big juice. We all know it. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. You heard it here. I'm telling you, Juicy Juice, um, Welch's, all of them. They all got contracts. And you know, you want to look at a juice, right? You look at a juice, you're like, hey, this is juice. This is good for my bones. This is going to, this is life bringing liquid here. You drink it, it's just full of sugars. It rots your teeth. And the dentists get paid at the end of the day. That's true. That's true. I mean, it's it's a weird perception with juice. I mean, if you're a child, juice, you want it. You want juice. You know you want it. Shit, you as an adult, why. I want juice. I never don't want juice. You could offer me juice yeah. any time of the day. I'm saying yes. Yeah, I prefer juice over soda. I prefer sure. juice over water. Who doesn't? Yeah. Anyone who says they prefer water more is bullshit. 
I take offense to that. Yeah, I know. I You're was going to say Amanda water. probably takes offense. Yeah, I um, I just drink shots of straight high fructose corn syrup. I don't know. I I just want that. I need it. Yeah, I usually have a water bottle full of heavy whipping cream with me at all times, just slamming it. I consider Extra that a thick. juice. That's a juice. Extra thick, Cow I juice. assume. Who doesn't like heavy whipping cream? Where does the line for juice stop? Like, when is it not juice and it becomes something else? Like what milk? Is... Well, that's true. I mean, most juices on in that aisle aren't. They don't actually have juice in them. So. I think it stops <laughs> yeah. when you get those little blue bottle like. It's not even juice from like the gas station, and when you drink it, it hits the back of your throat and kind of burns. Mm, that's juice. I don't yeah. know if you know what I'm talking about. Yes. That, that's the, where the line stops because it's not juice anymore. Now it's just straight chemical. I got a quandary for you guys. Is soup juice? Mm, it is. Depends. On I the think kind. it is. It's Pumpkin like vegetable soup, juice. Certainly. Summer sounded like she had some uh, authority on this. What, what was uh, what was your perception there, Summer? I think it's just vegetable juice and animal juice, like chicken stock. Chicken Animal stock juice. is soup? No, it's juice. What are we talking? Well, you make soup out of chicken stock, for example. Chicken juice. It's chicken juice. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, you know, what's the difference between a minestrone and a, uh, oh, what's the drink? A Bloody Mary. What's the difference between a minestrone well, and a Bloody Mary? Well, is a Bloody Mary? Mary juice? I don't know. I think that needs to be decided upon first. Who tomato juice. To tomato Bloody juice. Mary, yeah, Bloody I Mary. guess it's a, it's a, it's a juice. That place, there's tomato juice. Yeah. But it's a soup. But it's also a soup. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where we're going to land on this. I don't think we're going to get anywhere. So I think it's time to start our first game of the day. What game do you guys of the think? day. Yep. Game. 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 Stop. First game of the day is good news, bad news. You guys heard of this? Good news, bad news? Newest rage. Are you asking if we've heard of good news before? Yes, I hope so. Have you heard bad news before? No, never. Not once. Oh, he's lucky. Well, the way we play this I'm game is uh, someone's going to open up with either good news or bad news, and their partner is going to give them either the good news or the bad news. It's an opposites game. All right? You're you right. You guys think you can handle that? You, you following? Ready for it. All right, Steve. Yes. <laughs> I want to see the thing first. because that was Mr. Never Heard Bad News before. Let's hear some of that good news, buddy. Hey, Steve. Good news. We're going to WrestleMania. You didn't, you didn't hear The Undertaker has gained 200 pounds in two years? Well, hey, Steve, that actually really excites me. I think he's going to make for a more formidable opponent. I mean, as long as he's there, I don't care if The Undertaker's fat or small. Yeah, well, you haven't heard about the new angle they're going with. The Undertaker is now the Undertaker is now the guy who gives the little uh, little petri dish to you before you uh, before you go in that room, before you go in the room and you uh, make a deposit. <laughs> oh, he's the. That's the angle they're going with. <laughs> so uh, you're telling me you go to WrestleMania and uh, they take a sample, and he's the 200 pound guy giving me the petri dish. Is that what I'm to understand off of that? What you, you don't know that wrestling is, is actually it's not it's scripted. It, you're not going to actually go and get a sample. No, when you go to the match, the WrestleMania, Undertaker is there. He's going to have a little. He's going to have a little dish. He's got a little dish, and that's all part of the show. Well, I mean, I hope he brings two dishes because I can fill them up. 
Yeah, well, no, he's going to bring three, so unfortunately, you're going to have to be ready for that. Well, I'm going to bring all my friends with me, Steve. It's going to be a party. We're going to we're going to have some Bloody Marys, and, and we're going to WrestleMania, so that should be, shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, well, I hate to break it to you, but uh, Vince McMahon, he actually just tweeted out uh, he is putting all of his money into a new uh, charity golf tournament with all the wrestlers. So they, they got to go there instead of WrestleMania. Well, that's perfect. We'll have the whole place to ourselves. That's concessions. Uh, that's we can speak to each other and hear each other. I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Well, when you go and you're going to have the concessions and everything, you're going to get in your cozy little seat there. You know what you're going to be watching? What's that? You're going to be watching, remember the bananas and pajamas coming down the stairs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be in the ring and they're going to be battling each other. But, you know, no stairs this time, just a flat ring. Uh, and, you know, a lot of them are going to roll their ankles. It's very dangerous because it's so flat. Well, that's great. One of the buddies that I'm bringing is a licensed physical therapist. We should be able to wrap those ankles right up. This seems like a win for me. I, I think you're winning, but uh, joke's on you. Bananas don't have ankles, bud. <laughs> <laughs> well, that leaves more time for the concessions. Lots of hot dogs while enjoying a nice... Uh, Bananas and pajamas battle royale, uh, but don't just just remember the samples. <laughs> uh, okay, I think that's all I got for that one. That was beautiful. Yeah, I don't know that one. What a that ride! Was crazy. Nick, I got some bad news, man. Um, choir practice was canceled today. Oh, good news! That means we can fit in more kickball practice. Bad news: someone popped a kickball. We're playing baseball. Oh, good. I brought a mitt. That's fantastic news. Terrible news. Hate to tell you. Um, all the bases, we don't have any bases. None of them. Mm, that's okay. I have some old athletic shorts in the car. We'll throw them out on the field. We'll have to make do. Uh, I, I don't see why we need to call it off. Bad news. The amount of uh, shorts that you have, we're going to need to double that. We have a lot of bases. <laughs> I haven't even told you how many shorts I have, but good news. Um, I had a bunch of nerds earlier that I beat up, took their shorts. I think I'm, I may have enough. Bad news. Every one of those nerds that you beat up, their mothers, all lawyers. <laughs> They're suing you. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I, uh, that, to me, that's good news. I, I get a real thrill from litigation i mean it really it gets me going bad news that's not going to hold up in court <laughs> well, good news i want this case to go as long as possible i mean this is like this is my thing so i mean i'm gonna try to jeopardize the case terrible news you don't even know who your lawyer is uh that's great news that i feel like that uh makes me an open player i can kind of shop around uh i love a good deal uh, you know, you you, sh you put me in a Walmart with some great value. Uh, I'm going to get it. Bad news here. Your lawyer, The Undertaker. Oh, that's good news. I heard he put on 200 pounds. That should uh, make him uh, more studious in the law. You know, I think that I think weight and studiousness is related. Well, bad news. He's going to be expecting samples. <laughs> good news. I got samples to give.
Well, bad news. Uh, your jury, the the jury that's going to be uh, on on trial here, they all are missing limbs. It's going to be a real sob story. Their lawyers are going to point to the jury and make it about them. It's going to be a whole thing. Um, they're going to bring in some animals that also are paraplegic. They're going to have their little wheelchairs. You know how that goes. It, it's going to be... The odds aren't going to be in your favor for this case. That sounds like a kangaroo court if I've ever heard of one. Well, good news. I've been in the market for a uh, three-legged cat or, you know, one of those kind of seizure-ridden dogs. Um, I, I love this. I love this. I think this is going to be great for me to get some hands-on experience. Well, bad news. They're not for sale. The only way that you can purchase them is if you go to sissiesplayhouse.com. And if you get tried for this, you're never touching a computer in your life. <laughs> wow, for beating up a bunch of nerds? That seems a little excessive. But uh, uh, good news, you know, I, I, I spent too much time on the computer already. Um, I, I could just pick up a magazine. I could order. They have a, I know Sissy's Playhouse does have, uh, you could place orders over a uh, postcard. So, yeah, that's fine. Well, bad news, the typical Sissy's Playhouse uh, catalog that you're used to, it's covered in feces. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, good news, it's always been covered in feces. You, can, you don't have to throw them away anymore. Like you, They come like that. Bad news, I, let me make a correction here. It's not feces, it's chocolate, melted chocolate. Ugh! <laughs> Ugh! <laughs> this case is going to ruin my life! <laughs> Summer, great news. I got a new dog. Well, bad news is I'm allergic to dogs. Oh, well, the good news is uh, we can just put you in a bubble every time you come visit. Well, the bad news is that the dog might bite the bubble and then there's just, you know, allergy air coming into the bubble. Well, good news, uh, I uh, actually affix a muzzle to this dog whenever a company comes over. Uh, we call it Little Hannibal Lecter. That's good dogging. Bad news is we will have to move into a new apartment because the dog will just leave its allergen allergens everywhere. Oh, well, uh, good news, you can just video conference Little Hannibal. Well, bad news is that Little Hannibal might try to eat your computer camera. Well, good news. Uh, uh, we, we keep little Hannibal Lecter inside of a, a, a compound at all times, just so that he doesn't harm himself or anyone else. Uh, uh, it's a hands-off dog-owning experience, but one that really has him happy. You know, large area to, for him to play around and not have any contact with humans or, or video cameras. Bad news is you'll never be able to pet your dog. Well, the good news is I'm more of a, of a dog voyeur. I like to look at them frolic mm. and romp. Um, I, I don't love touching them, but you know, but uh, you, I, I can easily go without that. Um, so yeah, I see this as a win-win for she, me and the dog. She's a bit of a dog pervert. Yeah. <laughs> well, bad news is if you look right into Hannibal's eyes, he starts growling at you. Well, the good news is uh, it gives me a bit of a thrill, you know? I love getting that fight-or-flight response from the <laughs> domesticated pets I own. <laughs> um, bad news is that you're going to be, you know, 
you're gonna be flighting most of the time because you know his his look is pretty scary oh that's great news that's my workout right there i'll be running out every mm -hmm. day i'll say hi yeah. good morning little handle oh my god and then start my daily jog <laughs> well bad news is there's gonna be other people in the neighborhood that might you know eat, that hannibal might scare away uh well good news for me then because i hate my neighbors well, bad news is, is that my mom is your neighbor. Well, the good news is at least the truth is out now. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good idea. <laughs> hey, Steve, great news. I'm going to college. Oh, shoot. You didn't hear bad news, man. Um, that college... It burned down. It burned to the ground. No, no, good news. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, they're doing everything online now. Um, and sometimes the teachers will come to you after hours, if you catch my drift. Bad news that they're trannies. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. Why? Oh, I can't. Yeah, you can't say that. <laughs> I can't say that. Okay, I okay. It's a slur. It's hilarious, but um, it's a slur. <laughs> um, okay. Uh... Bad, uh, bad news, they all have rulers. Oh, good news. I love measuring things less than 12 inches. So, like, ruler is pretty much my ideal measurement device. Bad news, they come in with the rulers and they're very critical. Good news, I, you know, I've been struggling. And I think that this is going to really help me get my act together. I need some good constructive criticism. Bad news. Did you look at the acceptance letter? They are hiring people to clean up all the rubbish from the, uh, the fire. <laughs> Seems like good news. We can get in-person classes. I mean, I want to volunteer. You don't have to hire me. I'll do it for free. I, this is my alma mater. Well, bad news. All those teachers that come over after hours, they're not so clean. I don't need a How clean teacher as long as they got a, a good work ethic can, uh, you know, teach me, you know, that that's good news. They're focusing more on their education and less on their hygiene. Good news. I uh, have an issue with uh, I get macaroni and cheese all over my place. It's been a thing I've dealt with my whole life. But one of the solutions I came up with was I covered all my furniture in a plastic so they can sweat all over it. That's fine. You know, I've... Uh, I encourage it. I'm going to wash them anyway. Really bad news. These teachers, they love macaroni and cheese, so they're going to be sniffing out that mac and cheese like a dog. Um, I hope it's not boxed mac and cheese. They have a distinct uh, satisfaction for that cheese powder. They will find it. Okay, now this is great news because this is a perfect opportunity to plug Sissy's Playhouse. They're offering this uh, mac and cheese safe that I invested in. For any of those paranoid mac and cheese connoisseurs, you buy the safe. It's uh, It's got a little thumbprint sensor on it. No one's getting to my mac and cheese ever again. Okay, it's my mac and cheese. They can have the crumbs, sure. Sure. But good news. Uh, Sissysplayhouse.com mac and cheese safe. Promo code stack the mac. Yeah, sure. That, that's, that's all well and good. But bad news here. Those nuns? They're teachers. The teachers... Dressed in nun outfits. There's about 12 of them. They're all in your house at the same time. Pretty sure we understand that and got that from what the story is so far. 
they all have these rulers that I mentioned earlier. Unfortunately, Nick, bad news. All those rulers are actually devices to open the safe. They are not your typical rulers. They are made out of titanium alloy. Uh, it's state-of-the-art um, technology. Those rulers will get into any safe. Well, that is great news because I always said that they need to remake the movie Ocean's 12, but with nuns. So this seems like I'm going to get to see my, my dream uh, become a reality right in front of my very eyes. I'm happy to contribute to this. Well, bad news. We all know that Ocean's 11 was a masterpiece. Ocean's 12 needed some work. So How yeah, dare you? I'll agree. Uh, excuse me. Uh, while I'll agree with you, which I was getting at, I agree. Ocean's 12 needed some work and they are redoing it. By the time that these teachers slash nuns uh, get to the mac and cheese, all that powdered cheese, it's going to go all over their nun uniforms, which are black. You're going to be up to your neck in cleaning service fees for those for those nun and uniforms. And orange nuns, it sounds like. Up to your ass in orange nuns. <laughs> Well, good news because I love to support the local economy. I'm actually a part of the Home Cleaners Association. We have meetings. We talk about the new Lysols. Uh, it'll be great to see all my pals in one place again and, you know, really make a dent in uh, rising the political ranks. That is the Home Cleaning Association. Well, bad news. That acceptance letter was actually a contract. They're hiring the cleaning association or whatever bullshit you just said, and you're part of it. So get to it. You're cleaning up all the rubbish. <laughs> what about my orange home? What about my orange home? Amanda, I got some really bad news. Oh, no. What's up? All the Cheetos are gone. <gasps> well, hey, you know what? Actually, that's probably a good thing because I was eating a lot of Cheetos, and my fingers were just covered in Cheeto dust. So I... Maybe I'll switch to another snack. Yeah, well, bad news. Every other snack has that Cheeto dust on it. They are revamped every snack. They're like, hey, Cheetos is doing great. Let's cover all the snacks in Cheeto dust. Well, uh, good news, Steve. You know, I've been collecting all the chopsticks that I get from all the Chinese delivery that I, I order. And uh, I'm just going to eat all my snacks with chopsticks from now on. No Cheeto bad dust news. on my fingers. Oh, what's the bad news? Well, you know, the bad news is, I'm sorry to tell you, uh, all the chopsticks out there, they have been replaced to open the safe with all of the mac and cheese in it. They're being used for that now. They need every sort of tiny wooden, used to be wooden, now it's going to be titanium alloy. I think we all know that. Uh, they need all those little tools and, 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 uh, and things to get into the safe. Well, good news. I love to support the underground safe opening economy. So uh, if, if that's what it takes to really, uh, really support the cause, giving up my hoard of chopsticks, uh, you know, what? I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to do it. Well, bad news. Every chopstick that you don't buy actually gets used to build the college full of chopsticks. Remember the college from earlier? It's going to get built. <laughs> Every chopstick that I don't buy. Yep. Well, uh, good news, buddy. I never buy chopsticks. I only buy Chinese food. And uh, you know what? I can eat that with my hands. 
that's fine. You know what? Orange, orange dust dough, orange chicken glaze. Uh, I, I guess that my hands are going to be an all-purpose tool from now on. Yeah, well, bad news. Uh, you're going to be eating all that Chinese food with your hands. All that MSG and slimy, uh, sticky gooiness. That's all over your hands now, lady. So what are you going to do with that? Well, I <laughs> I got good news for you, Steve. Uh, the MSG uh, uh, dealio, that, that's a myth. Uh, I read a, in, the, in this Journal of Homeowner Cleaning Association uh, uh, periodical that I subscribe to. Uh, so I say soak it in. It's uh, very moisturizing. She's not a full-fledged member. Don't let her make you think. Nah, I'm going to be a full-fledged member soon enough, soon enough. Well, well the bad, bad news is, of course, when you're reading your little uh, MSG journal that you have over there, your fingers are going to be so damn sticky that you're going to get all the pages stuck together. You're never going to be open to that bad boy ever again. So now you've forgotten everything from that. Well, good news, Steve. Uh, I, I subscribe to the online version of the periodical. Um, and with my sticky fingers, you know, my, my laptop is completely covered in uh, MSG and Cheeto dust at this point. So, you know, it can, it can handle it. It's a 2001 PC. It can take a beating and, and plenty of MSG. Well, bad news. The promo code has been changed from MSG, MSG number four, letter U, to something that you don't know. So you don't know the promo code, you're not going to get access to that periodical. Well, <laughs> good news. I happen to have a connection. Uh, you might know him too with the, uh, the Homeowner Cleaning Association press. So uh, I think that I can get it one way or don't another. Don't say my name. Don't say my name. Don't say my name. Not going to say it. Yeah, terrible news. Uh, he's banging a bunch of nuns so he's not going to be able to help you <laughs> well that's good news because i'm happy for him you know what that's part of his fantasy and uh you know what i guess i can skip my periodical for a few months while he gets all that banging out of his system yeah bad news uh after he bangs all those nuns he's gonna have a bunch of uh macaroni cheese powder on his uh little pecker and that's terrible news for all of us because we're going to have to see that on uh, his uh, social media. <laughs> Don't say my name. Don't say my name. Don't say my name. <laughs> well, good news, bud, because, you know, uh, he has long wanted to be uh, famous for having a little orange pecker. So, uh, like I said, just happy for him. I'm happy for my friend. It's not little. Don't say my name. I Don't wish say my you name. could be happy little. for him too, whoever he is. Are we, ta are we talking about the president here? Like this is getting towards. I feel like we're talking about Donald Trump. Hmm. And that's good news. I'm, back. I'm off of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm all, I'm off of it. All right. So yeah, I guess it's uh it's time to talk about the show of the day. Um, Jerry. Jerry, 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 Jerry. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, we watched Jerry Springer episode this week. Um, first off, did you know they make like over a hundred episodes in a season? Whoa, that's a lot. Yeah. Like that was episode like 67 we watched of season 23 or something. Oh my God. Are they uh, still making these? Uh, yeah, there's, I, I believe so. I believe so. I tried to pick a new one, um, because you know. And, I mean, they're referencing Instagram the whole time. It seems like all of Jerry Springer revolves around Instagram these days. Why is it that uh, I keep getting older, Jerry Springer seems to stay the same age? 
really does. You're like some kind of fucked up Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. I find Jerry Springer very attractive. He's got that uh that uh disappointed dad who secretly enjoys watching all the kids get into trouble vibe to him. That's exactly the kind of sentiment someone who would be on Jerry Springer would say. (laughs) He's attractive because he looks like a disappointing dad. Well, hey, I'm uh you know I'm I'm up for auditioning. (laughs) The numbers were jarring of how many episodes of Jerry Springer there are. I don't know if any other show does this. They probably do. But what's the point of having 67 episodes in a season? I don't get it. Why don't you just split that season? I mean, And then with that, they have like four or five segments in one episode. Right. Like who's keeping track of these? What what constitutes as a season with Jerry Springer? It's all the same, right? Yeah, I think it just keeps going and going. And eventually they're like, let's call it season four now. You know, <laughs> they could have easily just had one season. Yeah, seriously. But uh, I mean, it was I mean, it looks like they just pump this out all day, every day. I mean, they pull people in off the street to be on Jerry Springer. Like there's no there's no screening requirements. You come in there. Like, can you say outrageous shit on camera? Great. You're on, you know. Yeah, I think it's like the same process of being like an extra or like being an audience member at one of those mm-hmm. things. It's just like the same. They're all, you know, I would imagine these people. Yeah. Yeah. My childhood fear was like ending up on this show. I think you're good. <laughs> I think you're good. It can be all right. <laughs> that was that was something like coming home from school seeing Jerry Springer. I was like, man, like I really hope that somebody doesn't take me to Jerry Springer cuz I thought it was real cuz I was young and stupid. And I really just didn't want to end up on the show for some kind of drama. Uh, did you think it was like a draft process or yeah. something? <laughs> <laughs> you do something bad enough, you have to go on Jerry Springer. Yeah. Uh, well, well, it's like when you're a little boy and they tell you you're going to have to go off the war at 18. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> my mind worked like, man, when I'm older, I really hope I don't get pregnant by somebody else. And like I turn into like this hooker and I just don't want like that kind of stuff to happen. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was like that was like my fear. Well, Summer, what was what was the most uh, shocking part of this episode to you? To me, I think the most shocking part was how nonchalant this this one guy was, who admitted that he's just a cheater um, and he does whatever he can to get women. He says whatever he can, he does whatever he can. That was probably most shocking. Was this the guy who claimed he'd slept with three hundred women or was doing it all at once yes. or what? Well, two of the yes. three guys on this show claimed they slept with an, an insane amount of women. Yeah. It, this was the first one. The first guy who said, yeah, yeah, like, I'll say whatever I want just to get it because, you know, because that's what I want. I want to get it. Yeah. It seemed like both guys, we started off with, we saw fir- one, a womanizer. Yeah. The first guy was uh, named I, Dustin. Mm-hmm. He slept with 300 mm-hmm. women. Yeah. And, uh, and he has his current girlfriend. Or he has, he said he has six babies with Four different women mm-hmm. is what he said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Six babies, four different women. He's his number is up to three hundred, but he's really into this new stripper Ashley. He is super into her, and he went pretty graphic with describing their first encounter, which was he put a dollar on her face, on his face, and she picked it up with her, and they bleeped it out. So I mean, it's a little ambiguous. I don't know what he picked. It could have been anything. We're not sure what what she picked it. I up was picturing with, one uh, of those old lady grocery grabbers. Like that's what she used, you know, oh, little clampy thing. Yeah, little clampy thing. Which would, yeah. which would get my engine revving. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was picturing just like a shop vac. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he. Uh, mm. So they, I mean, they're talking about what happened, you know, and it, he's he's just obsessed. He's like, oh, it's just fun. It's fun, you know, and like the audience is shocked. Like they came to Jerry Springer and did not expect to hear any of this, which is like, you know, right. which uh, also the audience was mostly women, which I thought 
a little weird. Did you guys notice that? Yeah, for the stripper show uh, with a lot of female strippers in it, there's a lot of women, but you know, no judgment there. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But also, did you notice that in the audience, there was, um, there was a lot of people missing teeth. Oh, well, I mean... <laughs> that goes so when they the were, territory. like, clapping, cheering on, and laughing, they were just missing teeth. Well, it's part of the draft I think process. there's a maximum number of teeth you're allowed to have to be an audience member. It didn't seem like all of the contestants had... Is contestants an okay word here? I feel I like they're so. contestants on this show. They're contestants, They do fight. Yeah. <laughs> they do. Yeah, if, if, if a contestant has too many teeth, Jerry Springer will be offended and somewhat intimidated. He likes to have everyone with a limited number of teeth well, what are these contestants in a contest for? Like, are they winning for worst story? Well, I mean, or, like, every, it seems situation? like the... Worst human being. Yeah, well, it seems like the uh, nuts and bolts of the show, you know, when you really get down to it, it's a cage fight. Yeah, it's exactly. It's a cage fight. Yeah. You know? With, uh, or yeah. like a stripper contest. I mean, every, I think every segment had a girl who showed her tits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another requirement. I want to, I actually want to change my uh, answer to what you just asked me, Amanda. I think the most shocking part was when... The girl started fighting and her, I guess her wig, her weave, whatever came off and she tucked it into her underwear. So it just looked like pubes coming out of her underwear. <laughs> so that, I think that was most shocking. Yeah, that, she did that without hesitation. She yeah. picked up that weave off of the floor and put it into her panties without even thinking about it. Like she's it. done it before. Like, and yep, like, here you go. And part of me wants to just imagine that she immediately regretted that. But she's in front of all these audience members. She can't just take it out now. So yeah. she has to just roll with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were like locks hanging off like Rapunzel's like, you know, hair literally out of her underwear. Rapunzel, Rapunzel, <laughs> let down your pubes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you had these women womanizers that the first two segments were pretty much the same. I mean, you got one womanizer and he's cheating and then cat fight ensues, um, you know, and Jerry, it's like. I'm not, I'm not, there's no heart in it for Jerry anymore. I mean, we're at season 24, episode 67. He's remember, he's forgetting people's names. He's like, yeah, so what, uh, Todd, you're, you know, whatever. Yeah, okay, bring her out. Let's, you know, he, he doesn't care. Yeah, he's he rushing right through it these days. Oh, he's like, okay, so you yeah. like someone that's not your wife? All right, let's bring her out. Next one, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cue the cat fight. That, also, a quick note about the cat fights here. Uh, I know that the realm of, Jerry Springer lives in an alternate universe, but I, I wonder how realistic it is that the woman comes out, immediately starts fighting the other woman. Like, I, my reaction would be, uh, this is the guy's fault. <laughs> this is the, he is the one who made a promise. This woman didn't make any promises to me. She only promise she made I- is to have sex with some other guy. I don't know. But I, I feel like everybody who comes on this show already expects that. They've seen the show many times. They enjoy it. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be on Jerry Springer. So that's what I'm going to do. Well, that's what I wonder. I like, it, like, like, what are they being sold on? You know, Dr. Phil, you're like, okay, he's going to help me through my, you know, my trouble with eating too much sugar or whatever it is. You know, like these people are going on there because they have an issue. Maybe. I don't know. I don't watch Dr. Phil. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jerry Springer, like, what are they, like, we really need to work out our relationship issues. Let's have you beat up my stripper I'm sleeping with on air, you know? Like, I think this is going to bring us closer together, you know? I think, and I have no idea, because my Jerry Springer, you know, knowledge is limited. I think they used to frame it in a way where, like, almost a happy ending, or at least that they were trying to work towards that happy ending. Of course, there would be fights. Yeah. But now they just, like I said, I they mean, don't they, they don't care. So they, let's just get to it. It's bum Because, fights. yeah, you're right. There was no 
even a resolution being sought for. It was just, <laughs> no. this is what's happening. No, I mean, the I resolution happened like... very organically with the fact that one of the two people competing over this lover is going to end up fighting, you know, and then the winner, I guess, gets to take the man. Uh, I don't know. There was a moment where I thought that there was a little bit of a moralistic uh, message we were trying to be taught from this. It was the second uh, lady done wrong <laughs> who came out to bite the stripper, and she's talking with the guy uh, and says, if I did that to you, how would you feel? Mm. But it's like, yeah. and you hear the oh. whole audience go, oh, yeah. <laughs> which I think is what yeah, we're no, supposed good. to learn. But what we're going to learn is it's fun to watch women fight over a piece of yeah, shit. Fun to watch people's lives ripped apart. Yeah, it really is. Uh, yeah, I really, my favorite segment of the show was the third segment, which was this girl who went to Vegas, but she likes this guy online and she's had a crazy life. You know, she's been wild. She's a wild child. Mm -hmm. She did some sort of peep show in Vegas. And they're like, oh, well. And she, you know, she's talking about it like she's ashamed of this. <laughs> you know, she's ashamed. They're like, do you want to do it right now? And she's like, yeah, I'll do it. And she gets up, dances in front of everybody, sits down. She's like, I really want to change my wild ways. I want to get with this guy. He's in college. He's got, he's working on his life. And then they're like, well, let's bring him out. See what he has to say. And he comes out and just gets right down to it. <laughs> just like, you're too wild for me. Uh, I don't think this is going to work. And leaves. And then yeah. they bring out the girl yeah. that, you know, she made out with in Vegas. And they just hook up right on stage. And then they cut to the nerd. <laughs> really? Right. right. Just watching just it. Standing there. Super weird. Yeah, that was like a weird, like, taboo cuckold situation that we're all supposed to be into, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know who doesn't get a lot of credit on this show are the security guards that stand between the two women fighting. Yeah, they expect it, too. They yeah. anticipate it before yeah. the women even are unleashed on each other on stage. Like, they're in there. They're in it. Yeah. Well, no, the one who got... All the credit in the world was uh, that guy, Steve. I can't remember his last name, but he got his own oh, show. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. That's no. right. He got his own show. I mean, I know, you know, I never watched it, but it was probably a similar premise. What, what's the show? Um, I'm not familiar. It's like a Jerry Springer type show. And he just what if it was will uh, be the ref? Yeah, he's the ref. Jerry's the he's, ref. He's the ref. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're contestants. Jerry's the ref. Um, who are the bodyguards in this? I guess they're... Uh, the Undertaker. The Undertaker. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a strange premise for a show, though. It is very weird show. Uh, I don't know how anyone enjoys it. I like the idea of thinking that there are kids who grew up, you know, twenty twenty five years ago when Jerry was just getting starting started out, thinking I'm gonna be one of those Jerry or Jerry Springer refs one day, and then they grow up and achieve their dreams. Did you call him a Jerry? They're, they're, all yeah, they're all cherries. They're all cherries. on stage is a Jerry. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, the one Jerry's talking about how, you know, he hooked up with a midget, you know. <laughs> I think there used to be a lot more little people on the show back then. It's Definitely. like they took every opportunity they could to bring out a little person. It was a different time. Yeah, I, that's all I was thinking when I was watching this. I was like, all right, let's get to the little people. Let's, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, when you tune into Jerry Springer, that's kind of what you're expecting. It's a freak show. It's a freak show talk show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that what you asked earlier, Nick, what do these people get out of it? Maybe you asked that. Maybe Steve asked that. Someone asked that. 
Um, and I think it's different things for different people. Uh, the, the strippers, they want to get their name out there. They all seem pretty amateurish, I got to say. Yeah. I've seen a lot of strippers. I've seen a lot. And uh, not, not super impressed. So they're, you know, they're starting to build their career. Uh, the, the wronged wives, they're getting their acting career going. The guys get to say, uh, I slept with 5,000 women. Uh, which I don't know that that's uh, important for some people. Also, uh, kind of tangent here. Did anyone else get the impression when like the guys were saying, I've slept with 300 women. You kind of get the feeling that they're like, Oh, I call my mom a bitch all the time. But if their mom showed up, like they'd get slapped. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Oh no. Like the, the second womanizer was put in his place by my girl Tamara. Yeah. It's the only name I remember from this, but I mean, you could feel the emotion from Tamara. I mean, she was heated. You could tell she was really feeling it, you know, like really, she was hurt. I, I was buying it. She's the only person who I could buy of all the Jerry's. Tamara was the one who I was like, you know what? Yeah, she's, she's. She had just had a baby. And she's the one who, you know, she had the point that you brought up, Amanda. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I was really feeling Tamara. I, did, did you guys get the feeling that the two uh, womanizer Jerry's, I mean, they were basically told the same script. They were like, okay, go out there. Here's, here's what you say. Yeah, except and... one was a stripper and the other was an Instagram model. Yeah. Right. You know, that was exactly. the only difference. And the, the justification for both. But Jerry, you know, the, the booty. <laughs> or like, Jerry, you know, like the sex was good. And the audience is like, <laughs> well, yeah, you know, <laughs> I guess I get it. Yeah, it was, the uh, guy it was didn't strange. even meet the the Instagram model. I mean, he had never seen her in real life until the Jerry show. Yeah, right. Jerry just puts everyone in his pocket. Let's bring her out, you know. <laughs> Let's bring her out. <laughs> if I ever yeah. like become, uh, you know, separated from my family in any way, like maybe I don't speak with my dad in twenty years and I lose track of him, I'm gonna go on Jerry Springer. I feel like he'll bring us back together. You know, somehow he's gonna find whoever you're looking for. You know, he's gonna get him. I can't, I can't, I can't get off of uh, thinking about what Jerry Springer would be like in the sack, and I'm just picturing like, um, like his lady in bed with him, like, "Hey, did you bring the condoms?" And he's like, "Let's bring them out." And, like, he... and then he's like, "Just, just scream my name multiple times, Jerry, Jerry." <laughs> I bet he uses that line all the time, you know. Like you're at a dinner yeah. party with um, someone's like, we need some wine. Let's bring them out, you, you know. You know what I would love to see is uh, a a crossover episode between Jerry Springer and what's what's the uh, To Catch a Predator? Oh, Chris Hansen. That's yeah. My dude. You'd have an endless loop of let's bring him out. Why don't you have a seat? Let's bring him out. Why don't you have a seat? <laughs> that would they be, would work well would together. Yeah, they would work. They'd be well a great together. team. Man, that's a great idea for our you next could have Jerry, or Yeah, you could have Jerry Springer narrating the part of Chris Hansen's show when the cops eventually catch the guy. That'll be like all the Jerry's getting riled up together, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or they could do like a wife swap where Jerry Springer goes on to catch Predator and he's that guy. And then, that oh, would, that'd be a know, disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, you got a Freaky Friday situation going on. I would love that. <laughs> I would love that because Chris Hansen, you know, he Springer is like the, the Chris Hansen is probably the polar opposite of Jerry Springer. Yeah, I like he's probably so. the exact opposite. Yeah, because uh, yeah, well, because you know, Jerry Springer is going to let it fly. Jerry Springer is going to let whatever happen happen. He's going to be <laughs> way too understanding for these pedophiles. You're right. <laughs> You're right. so right. He's going to be bringing out all the kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. 
Oh man, and Chris, I think Chris would actually probably get to the root of the problem. I I'm think sure he would. So. I feel like Chris is going to be a good listener. He's a no nonsense kind of guy. Yeah. Um well, he's no he's no nonsense and you know, he he comes off like a boy scout, but I bet that you do 24 seasons of Jerry Springer, he'll get exposed. He'll get we'll we'll figure out what Chris Hansen really likes. <laughs> what what really gets him off. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder what Jerry really likes. I mean, he seems to like a little bit of everything. He's like this show is he's doing it for him. He gets off on the drama. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You can't stick with something for as long as he's been doing it and not like really be into it. Game time. Nick, we got a game. All right, it's time for game two. This game we like to call bad punchlines. Jerry one is going to announce to Jerry two, three, and four. Uh, a riddle, mm-hmm. and it's up to them to come up with the punchline. Sounds doable. Sounds fine with you. Sounds like fun. I'll okay. tell you what. I'll be Jerry one. I'll be Jerry one. Um, okay. Knock knock. Who's there? Who's there? Alpaca. Alpaca who? Alpaca who? All right, now tell me the punchline. Best one wins. Alpaca Pacino. <laughs> ah! <laughs> you got a great ass. That's a good one. Thanks, Jerry3. Okay, I got one. Let's hear it. Alpaca Dogs is after me. Let me in. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Was uh, my little pup, uh, Han- little Hannibal Lecter among those dogs? Typical. <laughs> Typical Hannibal. <laughs> I'll pack a lunch for you. Would you like to go on a date? Oh, that's Ooh. cute. That's cute. Sound like oh. the nerd from the Jerry Springer episode. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, this is really this is a tough one this is a tough one um uh steve gets three points for style really great style there <laughs> uh it's, a, it's an artistic direction nick gets five points for um you know it's, it sounded really convincing uh it, i really wanted to let you in because that pack of dogs sounded uh Thanks. sounded difficult but i think that the one that rolled off the tongue the best uh was summer summer uh you get you get seven points uh for uh, uh i'll pack a lunch for you ding, 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 ding. Oh, thank you thank you very much what has two legs and eats his vegetables <laughs> <laughs> i don't even need a punchline for that one i love it a dog with only two legs that doesn't like meat. <laughs> That's what I got. A juicer. Mm. Does a juicer have two legs? Oh, it is a person who juices. Um, this is a real tough one, Steve. I don't know. I'm going to go with Macaulay Culkin. Final answer. <laughs> Well, I love a good callback, so that's top of the list right there. Um, um, Nick, I liked your answer because it was a dog. It shocked me that it was a dog. Uh-huh. Yep, so I thought that was very funny. Um, I'm going to go with you. I think you win this game, even though I like the callback a lot. A good callback is you. always Thank you. you know. I felt you deserved it, though, Nick. You Thank deserve you. that. Thank you. How many points? How many points? Seven, because you won. Seven for the me. Winner. Seven, seven. Chicken dinner. Okay, so I get seven. Everyone else gets zero. Perfect. Zero. That's yeah. right. Yep. He right. makes yeah. the rules. Well, no, Summer Summer got two creative points, but she started off at negative three, so. Oof. All right, Summer, let's hear your riddle. Uh, what's something you can roll, but you can't smoke? 
Should I do a different I'm, one? I got no, one. Okay. I got an answer for you. Nickels. Yeah, go ahead. Oh. I, I like roll that. coins all the time, and I don't want to smoke it. That's poison. George Lopez's tongue. <laughs> oh uh, I already know who won that. Yeah, that was good. You won that, Steven. You get you get seven points. Good job, Steve. Okay, I got one for you guys. You ready? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Chris Hansen and Jerry Springer walk into a bar. Bartender says Get those half assed little kids out of here, you bunch of punks. <laughs> I don't know that's one. Bartender says, Chris, you caught a predator. Hey, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. Bartender says, hey, why the long face? <laughs> <laughs> Clear winner is summer. Thank you. Thank you, Amanda. I'm hey. bowing for the listeners. Hey, guys, how many tigers does it take to move a refrigerator? Depends how much frosted flake dust you allow them to snort up their fat fucking noses. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know, but they're great. That was good. Catchphrases, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say just one. Um that one tiger calls the uh, refrigerator delivery man and eats the refrigerator delivery man. Okay. Okay, guys, you're going to laugh. <laughs> but I think Nick wins. I like the inflection uh, of fucking. Yeah. You know, he really, with a hard F there, that, that really yeah. sold it for me. Um, and then also it was a callback. You know, I like those. Um, so you're really playing to the, uh, to the host of this here round. Uh, so ding ding, Nick wins. Ding ding. Thank you guys. Good job. Okay, guys. Yeah, we have a special guest on the show today, uh, Sir Daniel. Who you know, he's a reoccurring guest on the show. We we like to have him on. Uh, we're gonna call him today. This guy has a very unique Chinese food order. Um, by the way, guys, I hope you're sanitizing all your Chinese food when it comes to your door during these tried times. You, you guys using your sanitizers? Oh, sanitizing everything. Anything I can get my hands on. I spent three hours cleaning yeah. groceries yesterday, and that's not even a joke. Yeah, well, I mean, and I hope you sanitized all that food. I mean, we are sanitizing the food directly, right? We're putting sanitizer directly on the food, and then we're yeah, eating I, it. Yeah, well, I, I mean, don't... We're putting sanitizer directly in ourselds. I dunk everything in bleach the second it comes in the door. Yes, well, that's president-ordered, so we should probably do that, Keep continue to do that. Um, but anyways, uh, we have a very unique Chinese food order... Um, Sir Daniel, he likes to have his beef and broccoli with no broccoli. That's right. He orders beef and broccoli. He wants that order, but he prefers it with no he broccoli. He wants just the hint of broccoli. This is questions. These are questions I want to ask Danny. Where's Danny? Yeah, let's get Danny on the phone. I mean, Nick, do you have any insight on why, you know, why this guy orders beef and broccoli, but no broccoli? He's twisted. He's twisted. He's a twisted young man. I'm going to give him a call. I'm going to give him a shout. Here. Hey, Danny. Uh, I've been wondering for a long time. Are you busy right now? Sorry. Are you busy? Uh, I'm just watching the show. What's up? Oh, perfect. Yeah, we love shows around here. Um, 
We were wondering, I was wondering, we all were, why do you order beef and broccoli, but no broccoli? Dude, I did that in high school, and I, I haven't done it in years, dude. I don't, I don't even get beef or broccoli anymore. I get chicken and broccoli, and I get chicken and broccoli. That's awesome, man. You're making good life choices here. I think you're really growing up, turning a new leaf. But I'm just wondering why you used to, in this case, order beef and broccoli, but then also no broccoli with that order. Uh, you know, we love the meats or something, right? <laughs> you're Arby's? <laughs> Are you Arby's? Are you... Yeah, I'm Arby's. Oh, shit. We love the meat. Oh, that's what's up. So, I mean, dude, just some white. I like rice and meat. What the fuck is wrong with you? I was a growing boy. I'm a man. I'm a carnivore. I don't give a fuck about veggies. Now I get down on some broccoli. All right, Amanda. Did you, Amanda, you had a question that I was. I wanted hey, to hear. Danny. He's, Danny, she, are he you? He can't hear okay. you. I'll pass all right, along. All right, all right. Ask this question of Danny. For me, I can't hear um, uh, so is it that you just like the hint of broccoli in your beef? Like you could have just ordered like I'll have beef and rice, but no, beef and broccoli, no broccoli. Yeah, so so Amanda has a really great question here. You could have ordered a number of things per, with beef, you know, beef and rice, beef and whatever, beef this, beef that. I don't know the, the orders. We all know sesame beef, you know, Chinese beef. I don't know. Uh, Amanda's wondering, did you just want a hint of broccoli with your beef? Are you a big broccoli fan and you just you don't, you couldn't eat the broccoli? What, what was the thing here? What was the, the reasoning? I like the sauce that came with it. Beef and broccoli, I like the sauce. And I like the sauce on the rice with the meat. There was a I was a veggie fan because I, I was a man. I was a carnivore. There was a specific sauce. Okay, now we're all we're all sauce people here. We like we like a good sauce. Nick, are you chiming in? Are you buying that you know that specific sauce was necessary? For, yeah, for you know, as a here? fellow sauce lover, I I get it. You get attached to these sauces. You gotta have them, and you know, I can I can relate. Jeez, whoa, whoa. I got, He's I, coming I, in hot. Order, yeah, order, hot. order in the court. <laughs> yeah, this guy, this guy is hot. Sir Daniel, Sir Daniel, we're just asking a simple question about your Chinese food order in high school, it looks like. By the way, let's all condone Danny, Sir Daniel here. He is ordering chicken and broccoli now, so very healthy choice. What made him change uh, his ways? Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, Donald Trump just tweeted out that you should eat chicken and broccoli. It's going to cure the coronavirus, so let's eat all the chicken and broccoli we can. But... The, the the jury's still out here. Why why did Danny order beef and broccoli no broccoli? Um, I, I mean I've explained it a bunch of times, Steve. It's because I like meat. I was a car. I'm still that way. I don't eat many veggies. Well, what made you change your ways? What made you change your ways from beef and broccoli to chicken and broccoli? What made me change my ways? Mm -hmm. Well. I stopped eating red meat for a while. Remember, I lived with you guys. Is it like a in California? Remember, I made I became I made Nick become a vegetarian because I was a vegetarian. That's a, a bold faced lie. Fuck you. Okay, Nick says that's a lie. 
Nick says you're lying, but I mean, I, I do. This Nick does says hold. I'm what? Amanda, <laughs> did I or did I not start Nick becoming a vegetarian? Don't put me in the middle of this, Danny. You can't. He's drunk. He's drunk. Okay, all right, Danny. It seems, Sir Daniel, it seems like you've had a lot to drink. We appreciate you, your time here. Um, I think that you know you're a carnivore. You like your sauce, um, and that's fine. But you know, keep up the good work. Do you have anything else to say before we get out of here? Ah, uh, around the pussy. All right, <laughs> Sir Daniel, everybody. <laughs> Danny everybody glad we heard from him yeah no so I'm not I don't I think the explanation is piss poor at best I don't get why he did it Uh, I do you know I I I get it it's the sauce he likes the sauce he likes the meat on the rice I too like meat with rice I too sometimes eat around the veggies he is a genius you know what I agree I think that there's something to be said about the sauce um but I will also say, How I think he's get... in denial. I think that he does like the taste of vegetables, but maybe just hates the texture. And that's why he wants the beef and broccoli. No broccoli. He, he could have been afraid of what people would think if they saw him eating broccoli. He has a certain persona to keep up mm-hmm. with. Yeah, he's a meat eater. He's a sauce lover. Uh, why muck that image up with broccoli? You know? Well, and here's... I wasn't sure like if they just replaced each broccoli with a piece of meat because if so and they don't charge him yeah that is brilliant yeah that's a smart move that's a smart move because they got to fill up the dish it comes in they got to fill it up they're not going to give you a half full right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now on the flip side if they're not doing that and it's just the normal amount of beef they would have given with the beef and broccoli you're probably getting gypped i feel like that's his prerogative he wants the sauce there you go there is a question that i'm almost afraid to answer ask though i'm afraid to ask this question but um, I had to plead the fifth to Danny's question. Did Danny make Nick a vegetarian? Would you care to answer that, Nick? No, I too will plead the fifth. Where well, I'll plead the fifth I'm not here. Taking, I'm not taking diet advice from uh, no sauce-loving meat lover like that guy. Well, we know that Danny had to go uh, cold turkey on the, on the meat, on the red meat because of the gout. He <laughs> shouldn't be putting that out there. <laughs> Because he was a growing boy and he was growing meat, so if he had too much red meat, he'd be growing too much. Well, the only thing that was growing was his swollen ankles. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't make fun of people with gout. I feel like people are going to listen. Danny's going to hey, listen. Gout. Danny's going to listen, and he's going to hear it, and he's going to be pissed. Well, well, we'll we'll make that cut very, very subtle. You'll have to go back a couple times, and you'll be like, wait, did he say gout? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we just have gout chanting over the whole background. He's on gout, 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 gout. All right, yeah, this has been working from home. Uh, Summer, any final thoughts? Yeah. Um, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Jerry. All right, this has been working from home. Amanda, any final yeah, I'm thoughts? I'm ready to roll out like George Lopez's tongue. Ooh. Hey, well, this has been working from home. Nick, any final thoughts? Well, we're here sitting at home during this quarantine time. Don't forget to remember sissiesplayhouse.com. They're here for you. They always have been. They always will be. Whether it's skunks, whether it's bologna smell perfume, you know, (laughs) we got it. Uh, There's a poll up right now. Go check it out. 
and you know, have a good time with it and cherish your loved ones and spay and neuter your pets. <laughs> I couldn't have said it any better. <laughs> oh man, well, this has been Working From Home. It's uh, Amanda, Nick, Stephen, and Summer. Bye. Love you. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.